Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. So much has been happening in my space in the past few weeks. So many changes and shifts and I'm sure a lot of you can feel it in my energy and the way I've been showing up and the way I've been sharing. And to be completely honest, I felt like I, I lost my voice for a while. And what I mean by that. I'm not specifically talking about the podcast. I feel like when I come on here and I talk to you guys, I spill from my heart and the words flow. But for a while on Instagram, I felt like I lost my voice. And I, in my notes right now, have maybe 12 posts that I wrote and never published any of them because it didn't feel like me anymore. And what I realized was happening was I was in this space of creating the same kind of content I was used to creating, but I'm not the same person that I've been anymore. And so when I was in this place of writing the same way I used to write, I realized, wait a second, this this doesn't resonate with who I am. And so there was this misalignment between who I was feeling like, who I was being, my energetic vibration, where I am in my life, and what I was writing and the way I was expressing myself. And I feel like I've finally closed that gap. And it feels so good to feel like I'm in aligned in all areas of my business and my life, right? I feel like now my business has caught up to me, right? Like I evolved so quickly in such a short period of time that suddenly all of these things in my life were no longer a match for who I am and where I am in my life. And now I finally feel like the gaps have closed. I have figured out how to align who I currently am, my new way of being, with every other area of my life, right? Not just my business, but that's the area that feels that the most dramatic shift had to happen within. And you've probably heard me talking a lot about the ease that I've been leaning into and and the new ways that I've been manifesting. And, you know, all of this ease and attraction and magnetism I've been leaning into has led me to attracting the biggest two weeks of sales in the history of my entire business. I did in sales in uh, less than 14 days, a significant amount more than my yearly salary in my corporate job. And that wasn't the biggest win for me. The biggest win for me wasn't the amount of money. The biggest win for me was the way that I got there and the way that I've rearranged my life and my business to match my new values, which is devotion and inspiration and play and ease and fun and flow. And if it's not that, I don't want it. And so I started to delete all of the old ways of being and acting and doing that weren't in alignment with ease and flow and play and fun and devotion and inspiration. And I made this commitment to myself to only move forward with things that were backed completely by inspiration, 
that felt really, really exciting and inspired. And this was challenging and this was triggering because it meant working through a lot of the old stories I had around, I have to use XYZ strategy to manifest success or to reach that next goal. Or I have to work XYZ number of hours, or I need to do things this way. Or if I let go of this draining activity, I'm not going to receive the same results because us human beings are really silly. And we tend to think that if we've done something one way once, that is the secret sauce. That is the way to do it. Or if you've manifested success in a certain way, that's it. You got to keep doing that for life. But the problem with this way of thinking is that we're, we are always changing and evolving. We're extremely fluid, multidimensional beings. And as you evolve, your old ways of being and doing aren't always going to match who you are. So when you try to stick with an old way of doing things that used to work, but we've become a new version of ourselves, we've evolved in consciousness. That old way of doing things isn't going to feel good anymore. It might burn you out. It might overwhelm you. It might simply feel off or it might not manifest the results anymore. And sometimes the universe will block us from manifesting the result we're looking for, not because we aren't an energetic match for it or we aren't worthy of it, but because the way we're going about it isn't the best way for our highest fulfillment. There is a better way. And the universe doesn't want to reward you in this other way that might be more draining that might not lead to your highest fulfillment because then we'll get attached to it as humans like to do. We'll say, this is the one way I have to keep doing this. And we we may never find that path of higher fulfillment, the better way of doing things. And that's somewhat what happened to me is my old way of doing things suddenly didn't feel good anymore. The number of hours I used to work didn't feel good anymore. The seasons of hustling and working hard and being overly productive didn't feel good anymore. And There are going to be seasons of life of quote-unquote hustle or working harder. But it's not meant to be a lifelong season. And when we get too attached to a certain season giving us a certain result, that's when stagnation happens. And so I've been creating a season of my life where I create all of the rules. And you know, I was told all of these different things. When I, when I created this outline for the life I want to call in, right? Where I only have to work a few hours a day. I only do things that I love. I only work when I feel inspired. I spend way more time playing and sleeping and resting and reading and being creative. I actually had people tell me, you can't do that, right? You're not going to be able to launch a program without a launch plan. You're not going to be able to make sales without sales calls. You're not going to be able to sell um, sell anything at that price. No one's going to pay you. I've heard all of it. I heard it all in the beginning of my business and I heard it all now. And every single time I say, you know what? Fine. I'm going to prove you wrong because me, I, I am the only one who creates the rules in my life. I am the only one. That is the energy that I am completely stepping into. Like there is no one outside of me who can tell me my truth. No one. No expert, no coach, no business coach, no spiritual coach, no book. No one can limit me except for myself. And I realized that for a long time, I was limiting myself by believing what other people were teaching me. And for a while, I almost like moved away from my own truth and the trust in myself and knowing that, wait, whatever feels best for me is the best way for me. And it is possible for me or it wouldn't feel exciting. 
And what feels exciting for me is creating a business on my terms where I don't do anything that doesn't feel good. I don't do anything that feels draining and I act out of devotion rather than discipline. And, you know, this is where I think a lot of people get burnt out in, in their lives and trying to manifest is we, you know, there's, there's only so much we can do from willpower and discipline and action backed dominantly by discipline and willpower will burn you out. But when you're taking action from this energy of force, from this energy of, I must do X, Y, Z to manifest this result that I want, right? I'm going to take this action because I think it's the only way, or I don't think there's another way, or I don't feel worthy of what I want unless I take this action. That's going to take discipline to maintain. That means that you will eventually feel burnt out. You'll feel heavy. um, You're going to feel off. You're going to feel stagnant. It's going to get you stuck, whether or not the result comes. And when the result comes, you might actually feel like, wait, it doesn't feel as good as I thought it was going to feel because actually I just feel burnt out. And now there's this next goal that I'm trying to achieve. And I already feel burnt out even thinking about trying to get there. And then there's this other side of manifestation where we lead with devotion. We lead with inspiration. And this comes from a place of following inspired action. Because when we're taking action that is actually, truly, deeply, internally inspired by our, by our soul, it's not going to feel heavy and it's not going to require discipline. It's going to result in us feeling more free because it is our own liberated self-expression. Like true inspired action is an act of self-love because self-expression is self-love, but most of us don't know how to be fully expressed in who we really, truly feel we are in each present moment. We're too busy trying to become the person or do the things we think we need to become or do to receive the result that we want, not realizing that when we create internal alignment with our soul's desires and who we truly feel we are and what feels true to us in each passing moment, when we create alignment in that way, we attract all of the external alignment. That is the path. But it takes a lot of courage to do the thing that feels good in your soul that might not actually align with all of the logical things the people around you are telling you to do. But some of us get so lost that we don't even know how to listen to what the inspired action actually is. And we think we're taking inspired action, but we're really just taking forced action and trying to convince ourselves that it feels inspiring to us. And that leads to more burnout. And the reason a lot of us are out of tune with our own intuition and what inspiration really is, is because we don't slow down. Because we can only listen to the whispers of our soul in the slow moments, like the in-between space. Like you have to be able to give yourself permission to do nothing, to feel and know everything. And if we're too busy filling all of the white space with productivity and doing things and hustle and action all the damn time, we're never going to be able to actually hear what our soul is trying to tell us and has been trying to tell us all along. Like that, when I learned to slow down and take more time to actually rest and be with myself and resist the urges to constantly be doing something and constantly be working, all of the inspiration, all of the downloads flowed in. And when you're able to listen to your inspiration, there doesn't need to be as much action because the action you take is the right action and it's in energetic alignment with your soul and with your deepest desires. So if you're feeling like you're not in alignment or you don't know what the inspiration actually is, what the next action should be, slow 
down, slow down to speed up. Everyone wants to learn how to, you know, make their manifestations come faster. And, you know, quantum manifestation is the big, the big keyword out there these days. But quantum manifestation doesn't come from quantum action or more action or more work. It comes from slowing down and taking more deeply inspired action, acting from devotion rather than discipline. And all of these concepts can be applied to spirituality as well, or truly every area of life when we look at devotion versus discipline. And I see so many people create this version of spirituality for themselves where it's like they've caged themselves in, right? Why do we come to spirituality in the first place? What I've noticed, the pattern is that most people come to what we call spirituality to feel more free. But within this attempt to feel more free, we actually move from one cage to another. Whether you're coming from a background of like I did, like being within a religion and feeling like it was restricting, closing on me. There were too many rules. And so then I was like, oh, I found spirituality. And like, this is what I was looking for. But I was so used to the rules. I didn't know what it felt like to actually feel free that I unknowingly trapped myself in another cage of what I thought spirituality had to be. And I still see so many people doing this. And it breaks my heart. Because we came here to feel more free. We incarnated onto this earth to feel the freedom and liberation of being this eternal soul in this human body. And so many of us have unknowingly prisoned ourselves, create all these rules, and then we create so much shame for not following our own rules. And and then we use all this discipline and willpower to try to follow the rules and we burn ourselves out and fall into this perpetuating cycle of shame when we're not following the rules because we don't feel spiritual enough and we think our manifestations won't come, which is never true. It's not how the universe works. It's like, We create this idea that if I'm just more spiritual, if I do the right things, if I meditate longer, if I journal more, if I do more inner work, if I drink less alcohol, if I eat healthier, then the universe will give me what I want. But that's not how the universe works. That's not unconditional love. That's a toxic relationship. And oftentimes we project onto the universe. Whatever relationship we create with the universe is oftentimes a relationship we have with ourselves, right? We say, Oh, unless I'm following this rule, X, Y, Z rule, I'm not going to give myself love and affirmation, right? We don't give ourselves unconditional love and we assume that the universe is the same way. Or we never experience unconditional love in our families or in our friendships or in relationships and we assume the universe is the same way because that's what we learned about love. But that's not how the universe is. The universe is unconditional love. And so coming back to this idea of spirituality, And I see this all the time. It's like, let me buy the crystals and let me do the meditations and the breath work. And let me create all of these rules around sexuality to to make me feel good about being a spiritual person. Because if I feel more spiritual, I feel better about myself. I have a moral high ground. And then I feel more worthy. And then my manifestations have to come. And a lot of this is very unconscious. But it keeps us caged in. And to me, spirituality isn't an identity. It's not about meditating or journaling or having crystals or doing breath work or any form of sexuality. It's none of that and it's all of that. It's a way of living. To me, it's just, you know, we are all spiritual. We are spirits living in a human body. 
spirituality is the way you live your life. It's not a practice. It's not a set of rules. It's a form of liberation, self-liberation. Liberation from all of the rules and realizing that you are the only one who is in charge of your life. And you get to decide what the rules are or if there are rules. But you don't need to restrict yourself. You're not more or less worthy of what you want. If you meditate or not. And, you know, there's so many people who are like, oh, I try to meditate every morning, but sometimes I miss it or I just don't feel like it. And we get so stressed and we shame ourselves for, for not being good enough and sticking to our morning routines or whatever the rule might be. And then we perpetuate our old patterns of unworthiness under this guise of being more spiritual. But all we're doing is shaming ourselves and the same patterns we've always been in, but we found a new, better way of masking it. And we do this with inner work too, right? We say, ah, oh, doing the inner work is so important. I gotta, I've got to do more of it. Because if I do more inner work, then my manifestations have to come. Right? The more inner work I do, the more manifestations I'll receive, or the better I'll feel about myself, or the more spiritual I'll feel. But it's the same thing. We don't have a give or take relationship with the universe. That's not like if you do more inner work, you will receive more manifestations. That's a toxic relationship. That's not unconditional love. Doing the inner work doesn't make you feel doesn't make you more worthy of what you desire. The inner work is to allow yourself to feel more free. To allow yourself to feel your divinity, to feel more liberated within your own being. That's what the inner work is for. And yes, sometimes doing the inner work does make manifestation easier. But not because we've become more worthy. But because we feel more free and we are more able to feel our own divine power that is within us. Because we've released all the blockages to knowing, truly knowing ourselves. And truly connecting with the universe and source, spirit, God, the world around us. But sometimes we get so caught up in doing the inner work or following the rules to look or feel like a spiritual person that we're actually just perpetuating our own cycle of not feeling good enough and not being worthy of what we want unless we do X, Y, Z. You're not broken. You don't need to fix yourself. Like your worthiness never left. It's not something that you can gain by doing more. It's not something you can gain by diving deeper into your shadows. Your worthiness never left and it never will. You don't need to attain it. You are already worthy. And we can get so lost in this cycle of like, I need to do more, more inner work. I need to do more journaling. I need, to, I need to get rid of every single limiting belief. No, you don't. There's a time and a place for that. But if your energy behind it is this desperation, this need, neediness, this obsession... It's just become another facade for your ego to perpetuate the belief that you are innately unworthy, which is not true. And so I think it's really important for us to look at our relationship with the inner work and our relationship with spirituality and our relationship with manifestation and our relationship with our businesses and our careers. We can't just take everything at surface value at face value. You know, nothing is good or bad. Doing the inner work is not good or bad. It is your intention and your belief and motivation behind it. Same with everything you do in life. The energy you bring to the table with any action you take is what will be amplified by the action. So if we're coming to the inner work with this energy of, I feel innately unworthy and I'm going to do this inner work so that I can attract everything I want. 
on the other side of whatever you were trying to manifest is going to amplify the feelings that you brought to the table. The feelings of, I'm not worthy of this, so let me take all of this action to prove that I'm worthy of it. And we get these habits from like a really, a really young age. We want to achieve a result, like let's say get an A on a test, so we study really, really hard for it. And then we bring these patterns into our adult life. I want to manifest my dream life for a ton of money, so I'm going to work really, really hard, do all of this work for it. And if it doesn't come, let me just work harder until it comes. And we perpetuate this pattern in every single area of our life. But what if you were just worthy of it right now? Like you can have it all right now, right now. Because when we're coming to the inner work with this feeling of, I'm not good enough, I need to fix myself so that I can attract the things I want. No, 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 bullshit. You don't need to fix yourself. You're worthy of it right now. And yes, the inner work will help you to truly feel that. But for me, when I'm coming to do the internal work, my only goal is let me feel more free. Because if you don't feel free within yourself, nothing you manifest or attract will bring you that feeling of freedom that you're looking for. And every single human at a deep level is looking for freedom. And we think everything external from us will bring it. But only you can liberate yourself. And yes, doing the internal work can do that for you. That is why I do believe I'm a lifelong proponent of doing the inner work. It is important if that is what you're looking for. But so many of us are coming at it from this angle of, if I do this, I'll receive this. Mm -mm, You can receive that now. You can manifest anything you want right now. What is your intention behind the work that you're actually doing? So no more giving away your innate power. No more outsourcing it to anything, to any practice, to any rule, to any teacher, to any internal work, to any anything, nothing. You and only you know your own truth. And yes, the teachers, the courses, the work, all of it, it's important. We're here to guide each other home. We're not supposed to do this alone. But if you're coming at this from this angle of, this is going to fix me. This is going to do it. This is going to heal me. We're already giving our power away. Because no, nothing outside of you can fix you because you're not broken. Only you can liberate yourself and you can be guided through that experience. But nothing outside of you can do it for you. You have all of the power and this is why it's so important to be discerning. And I always say that I am the only one who knows my own truth. No one outside of me knows my own truth. No one. And that means that if a teacher that I highly admire gives me advice and it doesn't resonate, that's fine. I leave it because only I know my own truth. I am always doing internal work. I'm always working with coaches and mentors and high level teachers. But I know that only I know my truth. I innately trust myself no matter what. And my worth does not ever go up or down depending on anything external from me. And this gets to be a really juicy, empowering, energetic space of, I don't need anything outside of me because I am already worthy, but I desire external support or I desire to do this internal work, but I don't have this desperate neediness to do it or this obsessiveness about it because I know that I have everything within me that I need. Okay, so there's two completely different energies 
from coming at something. The energy of, I need it. I'm obsessive about it. I'm desperate for it because I don't feel whole without it versus I don't need anything outside of me, but I desire to have the ease and the liberation that comes with uncovering these deeper layers of myself, which is easier done with external support or with inner work or with shadow work or whatever it might be. But then there's this other side of this where we can get so obsessed with doing the inner work and start to feel really heavy and it's because we're not actually even living our lives like I think a lot of people forget that the point of doing the inner work is to make your life better but if you're not living your life it can't feel better the point of doing the inner work is to feel more free in our lives but if you're not out there in your life you've just built yourself another cage once again so there are seasons of focusing on growing and there are seasons of focusing on living and there are seasons of everything in between but it's really important to be really discerning about which season we're in and if we're dragging a season on too long from a place of not feeling worthy of whatever the season of life is that we actually want to step into life always comes in seasons And as you evolve, so will the seasons of life that you are in and what each one feels like and what feels good to you in that season. But the ultimate goal of everything is to feel more present and more free in our reality. To be able to be present in each, to be able to be present in each and every moment. That's, at least for me, my highest value and the ultimate goal that is abundance. To me, it feels like freedom. Freedom feels like being present in each passing moment and realizing that I have everything I need right now. I am so fully, deeply supported by the unconditional love of the universe. I am so held. I have everything that I need. So I am free to be fully here in this moment right now. That is what abundance feels like to me. That is what internal liberation feels like to me. That is what freedom feels like to me. And that is where attraction with ease comes from. That place of internal freedom is what attracts everything with ease into our realities. But in order to get to that place, we need to be really clear about where in our lives we're perpetuating patterns of overworking ourselves or pushing ourselves or doing things that have desperation or force or complete willpower because we don't trust ourselves. Because we don't trust our own worth. We don't trust our own capabilities. Like what would your life look like if you deeply trusted yourself? If you knew you couldn't fail? What would it look like if you deeply trusted life and you actually believed that life was happening for you? And I, I was like journaling the other day and I had this, I kind of, I, I always feel like everyone has intuition in a different way. For me, a lot of my intuition comes in visions, like imagination, pictures of things. And the vision I was getting or like the picture that was appearing in my mind was this image of 
a hand, it was like a flowing river and a hand trying to grasp the water and hold on to the water, right? And, and you can think of the water as life, right? Life is flowing. It's like this river. But if we're trying to grasp it and hold it, the more we try to grasp, the less water we have in our hand. And the more we're just like stopping the flow, right? And if we stop the flow of water, if we like put a dam in the river, we stop it when it's not supposed to be stopped, stagnant water, it gets murky, it gets stuck, it, 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 it gets gross. And so it's the same thing. The more we try to like grasp and hold on to life, the more we try to control or stop the flow, the more stagnant we get, the more murky and confused and disconnected from source and our own intuition we feel. And the more I'm able to let go of my grasp on life, the more I realize that life flows around me and readjusts itself in my favor in ways that I could have never planned or imagined for myself. But we have to stop grasping. We have to stop trying to hold on to the water. We have to stop trying to consistently control life and realize that life has this innate higher intelligence that we will never be able to consciously understand, but it knows what it's doing better than we do. We don't need to hold on to it. We just need to let the river flow. It knows where it's going. And we can either spend all of our time trying to grasp it, trying to stop it, trying to control it, which will just burn us out. It's, it's futile. It'll never work. Or we can lay on our backs and let the river take us and relax. And there might be some twists and turns and some bumps, but we're going to end up where we're meant to be no matter what. So are you grasping at the water? You're trying to stop it? Or are you laying on your back enjoying the view? It's up to you. You get to choose. There's no right or wrong choice. But the path of least resistance is always the one where you surrender to the higher intelligence and realize that you can't see everything that the universe does. You can't see where each and every path will take you, but you can trust your internal guidance system. And when there's a lack of trust, that's when we start grasping. When we don't trust that that river of water, if we like were to lay down on our backs, if we don't trust where it's taking us, if we don't trust that we're safe to lay in our backs and not control the flow, that's when we start grasping. That's when things get murky. That's when we get burnt out. But when we trust that we're safe, that that river won't take us over, over a waterfall, when we trust that we're so safe in that river, because that water surrounding us is divine love, when we really trust that, that's when we're able to let go of our grasp and let the flow of life actually take us where we're meant to be. But it takes that leap of faith of being willing to let go and lay down and say, all right, take me where you will, universe. I'm here for it. All the ups and the downs, I'm here for it. Realign everything for me. It takes that leap of faith and that's scary. Scary to let go of our grasp. Scary to let go of control. But almost always when I feel myself feeling, when I feel myself feeling murky or stagnant or stuck, it's because I'm grasping. I'm trying to hold on to something that was never meant to be held, (laughs) that was never meant to be controlled. A river cannot be controlled. It cannot be held. It cannot be tamed. And the more we try to tame life and control life and get it to do exactly what we want it to do, the murkier we feel. And I think that's been my biggest lesson in the past six months of my life. Life cannot be tamed. 
But when you stop trying to tame it, you'll get to experience the wild and raw beauty, true beauty and true bliss that comes with allowing the flow to just take you. And I also want you to know, I just feel called to share this, that whatever you really wish you could have that you feel like you can't have, whether it's a way of life or the kind of business you want or how you want to feel in your life, a kind of relationship, whatever it is that you really, really would just love, it feels like a dream, but you feel like you can't have it. That thing is meant for you. That desire would not be on your heart if it wasn't meant for you. That is what the universe and your highest self and your soul deeply desires for you as well. But if you know, you're too busy trying to manifest or control or grasping it, whatever you feel is more attainable for you, you're blocking yourself from something even better. And this is why sometimes trying to manifest specific things doesn't always work as well as allowing light to flow around you and match your internal alignment, right? So that's why I feel like these days I'm more focused on alignment than specific manifestation. Because when you focus on alignment, you attract things that are way better than you could have ever imagined or planned. And sometimes when we're so focused on what we think we want to manifest, we're actually limiting ourselves, not realizing that there's a much better way. But we actually don't even believe that we can have it. So we don't even try to manifest it. You're worthy of so much more than you can even imagine. In the exact way, the life that feels like a dream, that is the life that's meant for you. But you have to start taking steps toward it. The universe is waiting for you to take the first move. And sometimes the first move isn't necessarily an action. Sometimes it's stopping and removing the things in your life that don't feel aligned, that don't feel juicy, that don't feel exciting, that drain you. Sometimes that's the first step. Saying no to the things that are not aligned with your highest vision. And that can be a lot more difficult than it sounds. So I would encourage you to ask yourself, what currently in my life, what habits, what actions, what strategies, what ways of being, ways of living does not feel in alignment, does not feel good, does not bring me energy? Am I brave enough? Am I brave enough to shift those? To say no to those, to do less. Because sometimes the biggest part of getting into alignment isn't getting into alignment. It's just deleting the things in our lives that are not in alignment with their highest joy, highest excitement, highest levels of inspiration. That is all I'm going to share with you today. I think I covered maybe like 10 different topics in this podcast. This is sometimes what happens. As you probably know, if you listen to my podcast, I just go on tangents and I never know where it's going to take me. Uh, So I do truly hope that that served you. And um, I also wanted to make an announcement because I've had quite a few people in my inbox. If you have been interested in my group coaching or my mastermind quantum queendom, enrollment is now closed. Every space has been filled. Uh, There were limited spots, so I couldn't allow everyone in, but I will be launching another round so you, you can... I'll put the waitlist link in the show notes if you want to add yourself to the waitlist. And I also have something else really exciting in the works that will be announced soon. If you're wanting to work with me, but you're not feeling like the mastermind is fully aligned with you, I will have something for you soon. I can't wait to announce it. I'm so excited. I am creating so many things in this new phase. I just feel like I have so many lessons and new levels of embodiment and so much so much to share and it's all coming. 
I can't wait to be able to actually announce it to all of you. And um, with that said, I hope you all have a beautiful, beautiful day. If this served you, I would love for you to share it with any friends and family. Share it on your Instagrams. Tag me. I'm sending you all so much love. Have a beautiful, 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 beautiful day.